everyone, and welcome to this, a non-review episode of the podcast of Dragon Ball that you've all grown to realize that is a lot more relaxed than your average Twitter debate. Because join us here, away from all the hubbub, up on the lookout. Now, for those of you who don't know, Up on the Lookout is a podcast of Dragon Ball with a difference. Here, we indeed like to talk about things in a more relaxed setting and just be simple geeks and nerds and not worry about having to conform to certain topics. And instead, we can just choose our own. And it's all good here. I'm Master Coex, and joining me, as always, is my trusty sidekick, Havarok. Hello, my name is Havarok, and I am the night. Yes, and I am the day. And today, we are not talking about a Dragon Ball Super manga chapter coming out. But this time we've got another release coming up very soon. And that is of course the movie Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And we've not really been talking about it as much as we could do or other channels have done, but we've started to up the ante and we are glad that we are. We originally didn't want to talk about it based on things that happened earlier in the year, but now we feel like we got enough to talk about. And just a couple of days as of this recording of it coming out. So maybe by the time this episode comes out, it'll have been released in Japan. And then in America, it coming out on August 19th. And in terms of Europe, I maybe it'll come out in September. I hope it comes out in September because I'm off to Lake District around about late August. So I hope I don't miss out on it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, unfortunately, but either way, it's a holiday. But yeah. We expect it out late August, early September in Europe, but in America, August 19th. So it's about two months. That's that's slightly longer than Broly, actually, of it coming out. So I don't know whether it, all the late logistics have sort of sort of uh, caused a bottleneck or something for delivery. But either way, we're talking about Dragon Ball Super Superhero today and all the things that we have seen thus far. But here is the long and short of it. Have, are you looking forward to this movie? Oh yeah, oh yeah, like, you know, like, nowadays since we feel more comfortable because, like, you know, with two months delay, uh, the spoilers are unavoidable and are more understandable in in the air. Like, from what I know, I am kind of excited. I I like the idea of, of, you know, them finally uh, realizing that, hey, it would be cool to give, like, a side story and give give other characters than Goku and Vegeta something to do. Like, as a matter of fact, they are, like, not leaving Beerus' plant and just training with Brody, which is a nice little bit of, of you know, of fan service. And, you know, and, and as uh, as many sources, uh, including Gigdom said, like, if you take them out of the movie... Uh, the movie still makes sense. Like they're 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 just for for fan service, really. Yes, indeed. And you know, and it's and 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 it's not bad to see like what what's Broly, Chilai, and Le- and Lemo has been up to. We all, we all, we've all been curious, right? What what's happening with those characters? So we get an update. We got some time with Piccolo, with Pan, Goten and Trunks get stuff to do. You know, like and. I must say that although ad, uh, uh, initially I was worried if Red Ribbon Army's return will be able to prove provide a proper threat, I'm kind of happy that this is the Red Ribbon Army, you know, like, like th- that we have a more grounded threat and showing that 
you cannot like uh, thinking about all those universes, all those alien uh, enemies. There still can be threats that can arise on Earth if our heroes are not careful, which I kind of like. You know, I think it's I think it's cool. I was a little bit unsure to begin with, but we had very little information to go off of, and I I, I did sort of notice that even with the two month delay that Japan sort of forgot it had a movie coming out because I wasn't really hearing much about it. Like, we get the occasional tidbit, but in the last couple of weeks, ever since they released that trailer of Gohan going ultimate or something akin to that, there hadn't really been that much. Maybe the occasional image here, some merchandise and promotional material here. But then again, there wasn't really much going. We were just seeing the same examples of footage and clips and images over and over again. So we were thinking, well, is this movie going to come out? Are we going to see anything more? But we actually did. And the last couple of weeks, it's just been a whirlwind of content and understandings and leaks and stuff like that. And yeah, we are talking about spoilers here. So, you know, I did make that clear in the description. So did you have occasion to listen to the soundtrack? Because it's kind of, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, I think AJ uh, said it on Twitter that it it kind of has that Danny Elfman Spider-Man soundtrack vibes, which... Which is which is really really cool. Like it's it's a very different thing, but 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 it's kind of cool. Yeah, maybe Toyotaro is having a little bit more influence in Toriyama's vision. So like, again, this is all about superheroes, and if it's going down the Danny Elfman route of a typical superhero movie that could appeal globally, that could be really curious. But indeed, I have not listened to the soundtrack snippets yet, so I I'll go and do that later because I'm intrigued. Because we did indeed, uh, a few weeks ago, get the soundtrack dropped, or at least the titles. So we could start to guess vaguely about uh, what the topic and content of the movie is. Like with the Broly movie, that that dropped Gogeta. So, yeah, because it was Broly versus Gogeta. And you feel like, oh, man. And yeah, a month out from that movie, and then a month out before Resurrection F, we got those big drops of Super Saiyan Blue being thing. Gogeta Blue being in the movie. We've not really had that here. I mean, granted, we've had uh, the confirmation that Gamera 1 and 2 are not the main villains, but that that's kind of obvious. We've got a form of Cell, not the Cell, but a version possibly being in the mix, and the Cell Max thing, or Cell the Maximum, being a thing. I've now actually heard it's a perfect Cell Junior or something like that. I'm not really sure. This all spe- uh, speculative. And anyone who's really trying to say that they know exactly who it is, it's all guesswork right now, so we can't really be sure. I have seen many channels showing a lot of clickbaity titles, and I'm like, dude, come on, stop. That that That's getting a little bit out of hand. But there are things we do know. And there are things that we can take into consideration. The fact that an element like Cell, not identical, because that, that's practically impossible, is coming. And we can expect that. And I do like the idea of the fact that Hedo had nothing to do with this final creation being uh, revealed. Because it, it's, it's indeed been confirmed. Because haven't I, throughout the entirety of superhero slowly leaking information... I had a feeling that, yeah, Hedo is not going to be the main big bad. It's quite clear. He wants to be a superhero. The Red Ribbon Army can give him the tools to become a superhero. They tell them, oh, there's some really nasty bad guys. 
they're not really the bad guys, it's the dragon team. So Hedo comes up with the things that could then become heroic in his mind. Then it finds out, oh, shock horror, shocked Pikachu face. Oh no, he was lied to because he's a juvenile kid. He's naive, even though he's incredibly intelligent, he's still naive. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, 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 mean, I, I think he isn't a kid. I, I think he has that kid-like appearance, you know? I, th- I think he isn't a kid. Like, he kind of looks like a kid. Like, I, I thought initially that he is a kid, but I, I, I don't think he is a kid. Also, also, before we continue to allude to the stuff you said before, before I forget, I think that, you know, the whole superhero inspiration might have as well come from Tetsuro Kodama, the director of the movie. It's like, you know, he's, he's in similar age to Toyotaro, so I, I feel that. I do wonder if Toyotaro had anything to do with this movie, you know? I feel like he has. Like, like I mentioned earlier, I feel like Toyotaro is slowly becoming more and more immersed in Toriyama's thought process. Like the whole arrangement with the uh, Kentaro Miura with Berserk. So in time, Toyotaro is slowly going to think more and more like Toriyama. We're slowly starting to see it. Not fully there yet, but apprentices, I imagine, take like decades to fully emulate their master. But going off of, the, of what I was just saying in that... Yeah, indeed. It turns out that Hedo had nothing to do with this final evil being released. It was Magenta getting impatient. And it's like, yeah, that that sounds about right. That sounds like Commander Red. And Carmine doing like a Staff Officer Black type of thing, maybe. So sort of just being that kind of second in command. I think that's what they're trying to convey. But either way, it's not Hedo. Hedo's been played and he's going to have some element of stopping this villain or trying to provide some clues, one of the Gammas is going to die. And I think it's going to be Gamma 1. And from from and from what we know, uh, from what we know, uh, like this new cell-like being was made, uh, like the, the scene with the computer when they are presented as villains are, I think, also see, uh, like, it also gives us idea, like, whose genetic material this new being has. Because apparently it has, like, genetic material, like, an energy from, from those characters, and it's powered by the, by Earth's core itself. Yeah, 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 indeed. And, and allegedly, like, like so, something that we didn't mention, but it's worth, like, apparently this boy is huge. Oh, yeah, no, this is a kaiju. This is the thing that's gotten people really excited. And to be honest, I'm excited too, because if we remember Wrath of the Dragon, Herudagon is the last time we had a proper kaiju. I mean, we had Cell X in Dragon Ball Heroes, but that that's nothing in compared to Cell the Maximum. We don't need a lot of build-up for this character. Okay, this is like, it, it, it's logical that they will try to make a better Cell. It's logical that, you know, that, that they will try to make it a bit... Like, I like it. I, I like how, like how this character is inspired by cell but it has it has it it, it it it's not that oh we are we are making a repetition it's it, it's just it makes sense in the story that oh yeah like cell cell almost almost defeated the dragon team so hey yeah l- l- let's make a new cell yeah exactly yeah and i feel like it's it's a bit refreshing in that it's not just, oh, it's a humanoid-type creature that's about six to seven feet tall, has the same proportions like we've seen in the manga all the time. No, this is just a big freaking beast. Yeah, we've, We fought Gamma 1 and 2 earlier in the movie. Let's give you a big, giant monster. Punch it. 
There you go. And so and and and, and so and you know it's it, it's also cool because uh, it means that everybody gets to fight this thing, and they ha- and and they have to combine their powers. It's it, you know it's it, it's it, it's something that that I kind of miss from the older movies when you have when you had those you know battles against the minions. The last one, of course, to do that was Revelation F, and and that was the best scene. For, uh, Resurrection uh, F. Resurrection F. F. It was Resurrection F. <laughs> like. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been working on, on on the series for too long, man. <laughs> now, to be honest, uh, Philly actually gets it the other way around. She keeps saying Resurrection F instead of Revelation F. So, yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Resurrection F. I don't. I don't. I don't mean our fan series. I mean the official thing that the do, best. Do go listen to it, by the way. Yeah, do go listen to it. Uh, that the best. That the be- that the best scene uh, in. In a resurrection F is the fight with Frigia's minions, you know, and, and and like to have to have a proper fight when Goten and Trunks get to do something. Maybe not as Gotenks, but like you know what? Like like the longer I think about it, the more I'm convinced that hey, I kind of prefer them doing stuff as themselves than as fusion. Yeah, no, indeed, and I think that actually brings us to a really good point in this discussion, in that I I feel. That this movie, it's not trying to be a, a successor to the Broly movie. Broly is its own thing. And there are going to be people, I know there are going to be people that just go like, oh, I don't care about it, Saiyans don't fight. And it's like, yeah, people are going to actively boycott this movie or just not go and see it out of principle. The whole point of this movie, it's about correcting all of the big tropes that is common with Dragon Ball. That, oh, the Saiyans do too much. Oh, the Earthlings don't do anything. Oh, it's not based on Earth anymore. It's become too uh, fantastical and stuff like that. We just need a good, solid story where everyone gets to do something. And that's what this movie's trying to do. Gohan. Gohan's been neglected. Granted, I don't necessarily like the idea that after all the stuff that happened with the Tournament of Power, that Gohan's suddenly not training again. But having said that, I am glad that Piccolo is calling him out on it. Instead of just letting him do this, he's going, you're working too hard, Gohan. You can't even pick up your own daughter. Yeah, like like something that, you know, that, that a lot of people... Uh, been talking about issues like characters having issues are fine as long as the series ag- acknowledges those issues yes indeed you no know, as long as it's not like just bad writing but a character quirk that it's part of their character arc and and oh my gosh is this gohan having a, a proper character arc again after how many years? Yeah, it is. It's not even the balancing, but him overworking and like and like kinda painting Gohan as overachiever, which by the way, maybe you know, like maybe the Chichi genes in, in in him, if you know if you if if you know uh, what I mean. Because if you think about it, like the whole Chichi getting into martial arts, she like she trained herself to prove a point. So, so, so like, the, like, like both Chichi and Gohan have that their tendency to overwork themselves. When Goku trains, like Goku loves to train, but Goku rarely, like it, it, Vegeta, is the one who overworks himself. Yeah, there are loads of characters in Dragon Ball that do tend to push themselves way too much, and I'm feeling that 
we're starting to see Gohan do that. There is something different about the whole, oh no, I, I want to train, but I have a conference and stuff. No, this time he's just working too hard. And Piccolo, Piccolo uh, catches him on the excuse. Like, it's surprisingly good, you know, psychoanalysis moment. Yeah, exactly. Piccolo and Gohan are tight. They are practically best friends. And it's it's an intervention. Piccolo just going, look, I've had enough of this. You keep saying you want to train, but then something distracts you. It's now gotten to the point where you can't even be bothered to pick up your kid, even though you can fly. You go, go and do it. But then eventually he does capitulate. But I think this is just something that might actually finally get through to Gohan that, yeah, you're overworking yourself, but that's at the sacrifice of time with your daughter. And I want to go on to Pan next because I've seen the latest images to come out the last couple of days. People have been complaining, that, oh, this is PS2 graphics. No, shut up. I don't usually get this vitriolic, but just shut up because... This looks gorgeous. There is a picture of Piccolo and Pan drinking some water that Pan has offered, which I find extremely cute because she probably got told that, oh, Piccolo only needs water to survive. Oh, here you go. Here's some water. And that's like really touching and considerate for a three-year-old. And they're just, they're just sitting there having a drink. The background looks beautiful. And the way that the characters interact with it, the light shades, the, this extra two months... It's probably been very crucial improving certain scenes. Granted, there are a couple of shots when in the action that the scenes look a bit blocky, but that's like in the distance. And even then, if this were to be hand-drawn, not necessarily all of the detail in the background is going to be replicated. You're probably going to get those moments in 2D animation anyway. And sometimes 3D animation is worked with 2D characters. But as you can see, with some of these shots, they look so good. They look so good, like 2.5D. You can see the depth. You can see the detail. Th th this extra time, I think, has probably been much needed, despite the original circumstances being unfortunate, the whole hacking thing. Although, honestly, I think it might have actually been a ploy to actually you know, get, have some extra time to get this done. But we don't know. We don't know the full story. But this has been crucial in getting some improvements done. And so far... It looks great. It looks so good. Yeah, they managed to solve the style and to prove us that it's not like just oh we cut the coast because that was concerned. And and to be f to be fair to people, yes, initially it didn't look that good. Like it had some. It was a little ropey. Yeah, but 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 right now, like so some of the latest shots, like they they they, they look pretty good. It's it's not Shintani. It never will be going to be Shintani. But I feel like they make enough effort to uh, to say it's an artistic choice and not just you know corporate calculation yes that they are trying to make to, to make this this you know this this free this 3d style more conscious decision right grounded in in in, in, in what they want to do and and again like uh, broy was absolutely gorgeous but i think i i think this movie will also have some pretty great I imagery like it already like it already has like if you compare some of the shots from the trailers uh yeah like like, like they improve yeah a lot. indeed 
And they did openly admit when we first saw some clips at San Diego Comic-Con that this was still a work in progress. And these were the only shots that had were ready to be seen. So they've taken time to include more elements. And this is not an easy feat to do it in 3D. I imagine once you have the basic groundworks done, as in like you have the models, you have the workflow sorted, that if they were to do this again, it probably would be done a lot quicker because they've already worked out some of the kinks. Yeah, like, like you know, like it is like the Dragon Quest series, which is also pretty animated and looks looks pretty good, you know. Yeah, I, 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 people are going to be constantly going, oh, this is going to be like Berserk again. No, it won't be. It has the clout with Toei working behind this to be determined to make this work. For example, when they changed the animation style of Super to work with their new um, line art filter system, around about episode 77 that was a jarring thing but it worked and the more they've done it it's improved and it looks really good and now they're using it with one piece so it's worked enough for them to actually use that style in their signature show and to have the one piece backing means that no we're sticking to this if there if there are rumors are I, I believe i'm pretty sure i am pretty sure that the next project might be the uh, continuation of vegeta broly and goku's adventures oh yeah i feel like that's what has been said in interviews interviews have alluded to that oh oh they got their own story coming up like we're just we're going to touch upon them with a beerus cameo just to show that oh broly is training with beerus to try and get down his powers so yeah there is something going there. As in, they are doing something. This is just not important to this story. This story is about Gohan and Piccolo and the Earthlings. So we're showing them, yeah, 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 that they're doing something. They're there. They exist. You get to see Goku and Vegeta do some sparring. And yes, you get to see bizarrely Chi-Lai getting hit on by Beerus, which is both funny and a bit creepy. But hey, I suppose it's better that the cat destroyer likes you at least it that better him liking you than hating you. So I guess that's something. But hey, there's always got to be some kind of weird cringy comedy in Dragon Ball that we as Westerners don't necessarily like. Because remember, it's different. It's Japanese. There are some variations and things that don't translate necessarily well to our culture. Fat go thanks again. It feels like they're doing something this time, based on the clips that we've seen, that Fat Gotenks does co- contribute instead of just going, hey, I'm Fat Gotenks. So at least he's not doing that or being is sucking. He's not doing that. It seems like he does do something, but probably not as cool as a proper Gotenks. But hey, as you said, Goten and Trunks are doing things as individuals which i think is more important in in the hindsight we'll start wrapping things up now but i I think we just wanted to convey that we are excited for this movie coming out there are things that we do like and this is going to provide something which i think will be very very nice to have as in correcting a lot of mistakes and um foibles that Dragon Ball has become famous for. And adre- addressing a lot of like stuff that people wanted, you know, it's like, it's it's interesting. Is it like, Tor- is it like Toriyama after all those years? You know what? I'm growing softer. Let's, let's throw all the Gohan fa- fans a bone. Yeah, I think so. And he felt like maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe um, like, like, yeah, I messed up the stuff, stuff with Go- Gohan. Maybe we'll get like, he's so popular. Maybe, you know, like may- maybe let's, let's give him something because, uh, in a way, like this is a perfect setup 
because in order for Gohan to truly blossom, you needed to take Goku and Vegeta out of the way. Be busy with with, with something else. So I feel that if you're a Gohan fan, a Piccolo fan, if you like Pan, I feel that which we are, by the way, I, I, I feel we're going to have a good time on this on this movie. I feel I, I, I think that it's something that that we've been waiting and yammering for years, you know? I don't think this is going to break the mold of Dragon Ball content, but sometimes, as Marvel movies have shown to us, sometimes you just need a good popcorn flick. And at the same time, it is going to provide us some, you know, closure and tying up of loose ends of Dragon Ball that people have been clamoring for for decades. So it's providing a service whilst also being a fun flick. And it's going to be incredibly wholesome with the fact that the Red Ribbon Army are going to get handed again after they've been trying now to target Pan. So it just shows how pathetic the Red Ribbon Army can be that, oh, we feel like we can't take Goku and Gohan down. Let's go after a three-year-old. We can do that, right? And then, but, but then again, they go, oh, just to make sure we're going to have our final big baddie rely on the power of the Earth's core. That'll do it. That's like, this is overkill for a toddler. What? <laughs> it's, it's a bit ridiculous, but Dragon Ball is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And, so and, and, it's, and it's, a, you know, it, it, it's, a, it, it's a third generation of, of, you know, of this family uh, beating Red Ribbon Army, which is uh, yeah. which is kind of also symbolic. I wonder, like, I wonder who will get the final punch on them. Cell-esque being. I hope it's like a group effort, certainly. But Gohan's going to yeah. be involved in some way, certainly. And 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 if and if this cell cell facsimile is really is really big, in fact, you know, uh, we have somebody who can match up with white big opponents and hasn't done it in a while ah yes yes that's very true so i look forward to that but either way i hope you're all looking forward out to this movie and do let us know in the comments wherever you're getting your podcast about what you think and do be sure to drop us a follow for any future dragon ball content i believe the next episode we'll be back doing is either one of our round tables or going to be the review of chapter 85 yep. a story where it's uh, nowhere near as optimistic as this one but either way we know that the superhero in this story is gohan gohan is ours and pan's superhero anyway take care folks and we shall see you again next time ta-da bye